a, a reminder again of what we've been doing so far. We've been um, noticing the, the pleasant, sensitive to well-being um, through the way we've been breathing, the energy body, through sound. Um, we've been attuning to it, we've been nourishing it. Um, and we've also been uh, doing that through metta and medita practice, but also cultivating skillful ways of relating through all of these. Interest, curiosity, the playfulness, kindness and attention, patience, lots of different um, skillful ways of relating that we've been cultivating. Um, that emphasis on appreciation, and on gratitude. Also, um, opening to how to work with more of a range of our experience in support of our practice. So, um, kind of skillful with the hindrances, attentive with the unpleasant when they arise. How to attend to that in ways that uh, support the trajectory of our practice, support that gatheredness into well-being, support um, the cultivation of skillful, wholesome ways of relating. And you know, yesterday we included the Vedana, particular aspects of that teaching and that practice, yeah. noticing uh, what we don't habitually notice. And as we're doing that, you know, kind of becoming... Um, nourishing the sensitivity to more of our experience and nourishing the subtlety uh, of attention. Hopefully we're, we're seeing, we're feeling, we're experiencing for ourselves um, that doing this is a wise investment. Yeah. Uh, and there is... Uh, something in giving ourselves to this practice, to this exploration, through the ups and downs that are there. Um, That is kind of a a worthwhile thing to be doing with this uh, human life, with this body, heart and mind that we've received from somewhere. (laughs) Sometimes I like to kind of didn't choose, you know, I didn't certainly, as far as I know, not consciously, not in memory, choose to be born, um, choose to, to come into life. Yeah. And yet, you know, here I am, here we are, with this opportunity. And so, um, yeah, hopefully there's a sense of, oh, this is, this is worthwhile to do with, with this opportunity. And uh, hopefully also we're getting a taste, we're getting a sense of um, the possibilities, possibilities to kind of shape or change our experience in the moment um, and then also change the habits of the mind um, over time. As we're doing that, developing sensitivity, developing um, subtlety. So a lot of the approach that we've been um, 
exploring here a lot of the practices and the way we've been unfolding the practices, uh, very much in support of well-being and happiness, very much in support of this quality of samadhi that we've mentioned a few times, you know, this gatheredness, this unification of body, heart and mind in well-being, in well-being. Um, and kind of, you know, that sensitivity that we're cultivating, the responsiveness, I don't know how we've used that word, but kind of learning and to be skillful with discomfort, with hindrances, you know, there's a responsiveness there yeah, that we're cultivating, which is also to do with sensitivity, but also with these little or large <laughs> ways that we attend to experience, that sense of possibility the capacity to recognize well-being, whether it's more subtle uh, or more um, pronounced, more intense, uh, to open to it, to be with it, uh, to attune to it more fully, all things that we've been doing. And then the responsiveness again, tending to it in ways that nurture it, support it to grow, um, build it. Yeah, and that includes, and I keep saying that, but it's really important to see this all as part of one fabric. That includes the working with the non-well-being, yeah, obviously, but important to keep reminding ourselves yeah, when what we're meeting is uh, a challenge, a hindrance, um, a pain in the body. Yeah, it's all in service of that. Yeah, responding to it, working with it in service, uh, more of that gatheredness, more of that unification. Um, and of course with appropriateness, which I think is a word we've been using, but just to again emphasize it, you know, the appropriateness is sometimes, you know, we're saying something here from the front and and your experience, you need to just fine-tune it, yeah, to, to really respond to what's happening in your experience at that time, so the appropriateness um, of that. Um. So I want to, this morning, kind of go more into uh, this attitude, this quality of medita, and how that can be uh, in service of our practice. Um, and we've been practicing Medita so far primarily with uh, in the kind of traditional Brahma Vihara immeasurables, that's what these qualities are called, um, practices, you know, with the beings and the directing of that intention, the nourishing of that intention towards um, particular beings primarily. Today, uh, we're going to kind of take this attitude, this quality of medita, uh, and practice it more as a way of relating, which, you know, we've been doing from the beginning because we've been emphasizing appreciation yeah, and enjoyment, but we're going to do it in a more intentional uh, way. Yeah. So what does that mean? Yeah, it's like we're, we're going to kind of go more into that appreciation we're going to go more into uh, enjoying, enjoying the well-being that's arising in our practice. Um, another phrase, uh, this, this 
something from a... It's, it's the name of a Mary Oliver poem. It's actually not... This line is not in the poem. It's just the name. Lingering in happiness. And if you know that poem, it's really beautiful. I was tempted to, <laughs> to read it, but it's not actually really that related, except for that title. Yeah. And the title is enough. Lingering in happiness. Yeah, lingering in happiness. So... Um, you know, another way of, of speaking about Mudita is that we linger attention. Yeah? Attention lingers. Yeah? Yeah. In, in that really kind of, you know, I don't know why, but lingering for me has got this like uh, luxurious feeling like staying in bed for longer in the morning. I have memories of a teen- as a teenager of a really kind of uh, Saturday mornings, stay in bed till 11. Yeah. But like that really enjoyable lingering. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> Body changes, can't stay in bed past nine. But anyway, uh, whatever that is, you know, lingering in the sun, if, if we love the sun, you know, lingering in the coolness of the night, lingering in the moonlight, yeah? lingering under the stars, that sense of just that sense of uh, staying. Staying with uh, the well-being that comes um, through the practice. And saying all of that, um, something really helpful to remember with this is that um, we're lingering and the invitation is towards uh, quality rather than quantity in experience. Really helpful when we're working with well-being emphasizing the quality rather than the quantity. I think we've touched on it a little bit, but really want to emphasize it today. So, you know, we may have, you know, just a few moments of a really yummy breath or some well-being somewhere uh, in the experience, in the energy body or with the sounds. And we're, we're, we're lingering with that. We're not worrying about you know, oh, this needs to last in order for it to mean anything or to matter. Just like giving ourselves to that, yeah? Giving ourselves to that. And sometimes the image that I use for this is like, um, you know, how cats, when you're stroking them, sometimes when they're really enjoying it, they kind of, like if you're stroking them, they just kind of put their face into your hand and really kind of rub up against that. Know what I mean? You've had that experience with the cat. That's kind of the experience we're talking about. We're doing that internally. Yeah. So we're both the cat and the hand <laughs> in this image. And so that sense of that really giving ourselves to that, um, yeah, whatever that is, that yummy breath, that really, uh, you know, the nice uh, spaciousness, you know, with the sound. Um, and again, also reminding here that um, it doesn't need, the well-being doesn't need to, in itself to be super dramatic. Yeah? It can just be nice. And what we're cultivating is the way of relating here to linger with that, to attend to that, yeah? to kind of you know, soak into that, like soaking into a... Um, a bath or getting into a, a lake on a, on a hot day, yeah. a sense of just oh, immersing into, you know, into that goodness, even if the goodness is, 
Yeah, it's relatively mild, actually. Definitely also there, yeah, because we want to extend uh, our range. So these qualities of appreciating, lingering with, um, kind of giving ourselves to getting into yeah, more ways that we can say this. Uh, that's kind of uh, the the mudita qualities that we're um, going to kind of go into today and um, explore, develop. Um, something interesting to to kind of say, and this may uh, already be happening for some people, or you may notice it now that we're pointing it out, is that, you know, so far we've primarily said with the instructions, just notice if there's any well-being, and then kind of be with it and see if you can through the breathing, um, through the uh, listening, through the metta, you know, just kind of see if it can grow, if you can engage in a way that kind of brings it more to the fore. Um, sometimes the well-being uh, becomes quite stable. Yeah. So, um, you know, it may be uh, initially, you know, it's just like little flashes. Yeah. There's just a moment. Yeah. Like a shooting star. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoosh. Um, but then we may notice over time that it starts to stabilize. And actually, there's a, a degree of well-being that stays. And again, it can be relatively quiet. It doesn't have to be super dramatic. It may, it may be quite intense, yeah, that whole range. It can appear in lots of different ways. Yeah, so I just want to um, pause here with this, because when I say stable, we may have a sense of continuous. Yeah, But some... Uh, some types of well-being that arise through our meditation, they may come more like pulses, yeah, or currents, yeah? or waves, yeah. So they kind of come and go, but there's a regularity, there's a rhythm, yeah. Just like there would be to waves on the beach, yeah, or there is to the breath, yeah, or there is to a sound, you know, which has got a rhythm to it, pulsing to it, but there's a continuity um, in that. Um, does that make sense to people? Yeah. So that's what we mean. The stability will include, uh, potentially can include a, a, a well-being that appears in the body and the energy body in a way that's um, got a movement to it and a kind of a pulsing or a rhythm to it. And that still would be considered stable. So if you notice the well-being is more stable, yeah, which... General guideline is it's there for around two minutes. Don't look at your watch or clock. Just around. Then we can say, ah, that's stable now. We can move more of our attention from the anchor, so what we were doing to get there, like the breath or the metta or the sound. We can move more of our attention, more of our uh, presence to the well-being itself. We make that shift to the pleasantness um, or to the happiness. Yeah, I can also to the um, peacefulness. Can also have different flavors there. And we shift it, the attention more to that. So kind of a little bit shifting what the anchor of our practice is. Yeah, and this is a you know for some of us it will be very intuitive. For others, it's like really kind of learning a skill how to do that. 
because we're talking about quite subtle things. Yeah, so it's like, ah, shifting. In this whole process, that appreciation, that lingering, the playfulness, they're all really helping us. <laughs> they're supporting us. And mistakes are part of the process. So we may think, oh, this is stable enough. I'm going to move my attention, yeah, shift it, and then the well-being kind of dissipates. No problem, yeah. Most important thing is one of my teachers used to say, don't freak out. <laughs> don't freak out. It's part of the process. We tend to freak out. <gasps> it's gone. <laughs> okay. But we got there, yeah? And so we just go back to what we were doing just before. Yeah? Just flow back to whatever we were doing before, the breathing or the metta and the dita, the sound. Whatever we were doing before, we go back. Yeah, we continue to play with that and the well-being in its time will appear again. Yeah. Again, stabilize and then lots of appreciation through the whole time. So we're doing the appreciating, we're doing the enjoying, we're doing the lingering with our breath, with, with the sounds, with the metta. And then, stabilize. Again, we just gently shift and we continue the same way of relating. Yeah. Continuing with that appreciation, we're continuing with that enjoyment continuing with that lingering. Um, but the kind of the, the well-being is more, uh, is, is more central as an anchor. So it's there from the beginning in the way we've been practicing, but it becomes uh, more of the anchor, and sometimes we can feel we can actually let go of what was the original anchor of attention. Sometimes we keep going, it just goes to the background. But sometimes we can also just stop that and really engage uh, with the appreciation, with the enjoyment, uh, with the lingering, um, with, the, um, with the well-being itself. So yeah, I think we're getting the, the flavor of the, the thing. You know, there's something um, also with the mudita practice, which is very much combined with a metta attitude as well here, that we would call wholeheartedness. Yeah, it's like just wholeheartedly <laughs> giving ourselves to this experiment, yeah, to this playing in the mud, to this you know, playfulness, seeing you know, how, how, what is it like yeah, for the human heart and mind to explore these more subtle aspects of experience. So something that with the wholeheartedness, let's just say, okay, I'm, here I am. <laughs> now I'm, I'm going to do this. And... Just like with the practice, and you know, always there'll be moments when it's flowing more easily and clearly, moments that it'll be less, but I'm showing up, showing up, giving myself, you know, wholeheartedness has got some devotion in it, it's got that dedication, uh, it's got that sense of the bigger picture of the practice. You know, this is for the well being, this is for the well being, the big picture well being, <laughs> yeah. Of myself and can be really supportive of having a sense of this is for the well-being of the world, this is for the well-being of all beings. If that's helpful for you, it can be really helpful to remember that um, also. So I, I want to just kind of bring in one more element around the, the kind of appreciation, lingering enjoyment um, yeah, and, and remembering the playfulness with this. 
Um, so one thing that can be quite helpful for many of us in doing this is to play with different modes of attention. Yeah. So we talked, I don't know why I keep saying we, if I've become the queen. Um, I <laughs> mentioned yesterday, uh, the, uh, I spoke about attention. And so, you know, there's various things that I personally find interesting about attention. You may have found them very boring. Um, but, you know, I hold your attention captive. You've given it to me. Um, anyway, another thing that's interesting about attention is that it's got modes. Yeah? Attention, yeah, we can pay attention, we can give attention in different ways. And this is another thing that we're starting to, uh, perhaps, kind of this territory we're starting to um, understand and to learn uh, and to become more skilled with. So, two modes of attention that can be really helpful for us in this lingering, enjoying, um, attending to well-being. Uh, one of them is... Uh, kind of we sometimes call it the more active uh, or probing attention. You know? So say, I've got uh, some well-being. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, right now, there's some well-being here, this area. Yeah? Some nice kind of like fizzy, bubbly uh, yeah, happiness yeah? just there. And so I can bring the attention to that in a way that kind of is kind of yeah, going into it, yeah, diving into it, or um, kind of blowing into it. Yeah? It's kind of going into it. And the nice thing with the diving image is that if you think of like when we dive into something, we become immersed in it, right? If you dive, I don't dive, but if you dive <laughs> into a, a, a deep um, source of water, yeah, you become completely surrounded by it, yeah, so it's got that sense, you know, sometimes call it getting into, yeah, getting into something, so we have that one, that kind of more active probing, um, diving yeah, aspect of attention, and, and sometimes, you know, we really have to try it to feel what it feels like, the words are really limited. That's why I'm kind of using some images because they, they can be more helpful. Yeah. There can also be another image that I have uh, for this one is like, um, you know, when dogs or horses, they kind of lie on their backs and they're really kind of nuzzling into the grass or the earth, yeah? So we're kind of, we're doing that. And we're kind of feeling like <laughs> deeper and deeper into it. So sometimes it's nice to do through the back of the body in your imagination. Of course, your energy body as well. But just to get that sense of kind of getting into something, yeah? Getting into something. I've got another image, but I'm going to spare you. I do, and I do like it. Who knows, um, who knows gulab jamuns? Uh, one of the wonders of uh, Indian sweets. And uh, so these, you know, really beautiful round uh, sweets are uh, at first they're fried and then they're put into a big big container of syrup and they 
kind of go into that, you know, they slowly, slowly sink into the syrup as they're absorbing it in and they get heavier until they're completely submerged in syrup. Oh, you're loving this image, aren't you? <laughs> I told you this. Hopefully it's not creating desire for good of jams. But um, just that sense of, yeah, soaking in. You know, so again, we're like really getting into it. Really getting into it. So this is one... Um, one mode of attention where there's a, a kind of a sense of the kind of the, the I mean the gulab jamun is a half half because it's not very active but we can use it to feel it as if we're actively soaking in the syrup yeah it's got that active probing um, element the second mode of attention is uh, a more receptive yeah surrendering mode yeah where we're receiving yeah, receiving that goodness, receiving that yumminess, receiving that well-being. Yeah, so I'm doing this because often, like in the image, imagination can feel like this. Yeah, opening to it and receiving it, like the earth receives, uh, you know, a soft, nourishing rain. Yeah, soaking it in, yeah, soaking it in, or um, yeah. I like the image of sunflowers receiving the sunshine, kind of moving with the sunshine, yeah, moving with the sunlight, receiving it in. So we sometimes call this the sunbathing mode, but it's like the receptive opening to. Yeah. And yeah, letting letting the goodness touch us. Yeah, letting it touch us. Um, and so with both these modes, yeah, there's a sense of like moving into and receiving. And you can see the two parts of the same movement. Uh, what they're allowing in that energetic movement is allowing us to open more, to absorb more um, of, that, of that well-being and that goodness. And, and you know, it may grow, um, it may spread, we do all kinds of things. Um, and helpful to move between the two modes. So often in our practice, there's this emphasis on, you know, just do this. <laughs> and so we might think, okay, I just do one mode, but actually we might do a little bit of one mode and then we do the next. And in the movement between the two modes, there can be, again, something quite alive uh, and playful in the practice. So, um, yeah, this is part of the playfulness, and, and again, just in really short, so that you can remember, this. I didn't mean to talk about them so long, but couldn't resist, got carried away. Um, the sense of the, the kind of diving in, yeah, the kind of probing in, the getting into something and the letting it touch you, the surrendering, the opening. Um, and again, to whatever type of well-being there is, and whatever degree um, uh, it is, and usually this works well when the well-being is already stabilized. You know, when there's a sense of oh, it's okay, it's around. Um, because if we do that and try to breathe at the same, you know, to be mindful of the breath or the meta at the same time, that's a bit too much for the system. Yeah, and the one word to remember about this practice: enjoy. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Yeah, you will find your own ways, your own modes of attention um, that will help with the enjoyment, these are in the service of that. Yeah? And when we, when we enjoy, we open to, we get into, you know, naturally happens. Um, 
So yeah, enjoy, delight, linger in, in happiness and well-being. So, yeah, let's practice and then I'll do a recap. As always, um, you know, before we go into the guided practice, as we've said before, um, you know, do the practice that's that's available and appropriate for you. Uh, emphasis on appropriateness. Um, if there isn't a lot of well-being um, available, we can also, uh, and I think some people have been reporting doing this, we can. Uh, bring to mind yeah, the felt sense of well-being through an image, through a, a person where we feel it, um, and then get into it that way. And we can also, of course, do any other practice that feels like it's doing the meta picture, the M-A-T-A, the big picture well-being that's calming, soothing, supporting us um, in our practice. So yeah, I think most people already did uh, attend to stretch or whatever they needed to do, but if you still need to stretch, um, reposition the body in any ways, before we settle into a posture, then please do so. Settling into the posture, Inviting the awareness into the body. If it's helpful, using sensations of contact between the body and that which supports the body to ground and collect the awareness in the body
and inviting the awareness to soften and open, expand. Through the body. We feel the whole body here and whole body filled with awareness. Awareness perhaps a little bit larger than the body. balloon or cocoon or bubble of awareness including the whole body space of awareness, sensitive, within this wide space of awareness in the whole body, it's using whatever practice is the most reliable for you to access well-being. This might be the metta and the dita practices with the phrases and the beings. Maybe the breath, energy body, the sounds. Attending to that practice, to the anchor that you're using, the sensitivity to any well-being, pleasantness, niceness that arises as you practice. Emphasizing the quality of appreciation and enjoyment attention
enjoying the breathing, enjoying the medita, cultivation. That's what you're doing, enjoying any well-being that arises, appreciating. Let's explore this in silence for a while.
Noticing what's unfolding in your experience. Tending to any well-being that's there. Appreciation lingering with it. Enjoying it. If you notice that the well-being is stable, it's been around for a couple of minutes or longer, more of the attention to incline towards it. Getting into it. Diving into it. It's one mode of attention and then opening, surrendering. Receiving. Letting it touch you as a second mode. So whatever is unfolding in our practice, it may be that there's barely any well-being that we're accessing right now. We can just turn to appreciate our willingness to practice, the opportunity to practice. Maybe that there's some well-being, but it comes and goes and We appreciate and enjoy that. Maybe that the well-being is pretty stable. So here too, we enjoy, we linger. We appreciate and we play with the modes of attention. Getting into it and letting it touch you.
So over and over, bathing in any well-being that's available, appreciating, enjoying. Soaking it in. into their walking. So we access well-being in the way that is accessible. Maybe through any of the practices we've done here, it may be through connecting to the felt sense of well-being. That might be a memory, an image that we can connect and that gives us a sense of that. To when I, when I was beginning this practice, one of my ways of accessing well-being was remembering the laughter of one of my nieces when she was six or seven years old. She had this incredibly <laughs> joyous, like abandoned, like abandoned laugh. You just like the whole being would be laughing, and I would remember that, and then it would access, yeah, feel it. <laughs> and so it can be all kinds of things like that, also. Get access of it, and then, um, yeah, and then it's there. And if it's um, whatever degree it's there, yeah, we kind of appreciate it, enjoy it, linger uh, with it. Yeah. And when it's stable enough, yeah, we come in with those modes of attention. We can play with those at other times as well. Um, getting into and the letting it touch either active, diving into, and the receptive, yeah, surrendering to, opening to, uh, and yeah, enjoy, 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 enjoy. And of course, you know, we can bring it to uh, the movement practice very much. So, um, you know, if you're starting uh, the movement with stillness, whether you're sitting and uh, you're about to move a part of your body or you're doing walking practice, uh, just a sense of that whole body yes, and kind of sense of that whole body and the awareness. And it can be quite delicate for some of us by now. And the well-being that's there, and we soak it in, you know, drink it in, again, like the earth soaking in the dew or the rain. And, um, you know, then we... We do the practice and we notice. Uh, maybe we already have a way of accessing well-being as we are doing movement. Um, and, and if not, you know, sometimes that sense of the delicacy of things, you know, the delicacy of the body moving through space. Yeah? It's magic. Yeah? 
Thich Nhat Hanh says, you know, about walking, says, you know, the miracle is not to walk on water, the miracle is to walk at all. Yeah. So we've had that sense of the preciousness. Yeah. No, not at all any disregard to Jesus who did many incredible things. But just like, just that sense of the miraculous, of the wonder. Yeah. Body moving, whatever way it's moving. The sun shining. Yeah, the earth receiving our footsteps. That can be really, again, beautiful thing. Yeah. Earth receiving. The footsteps, whether it's directly around the earth or we're on a on a human-made floor, but still the earth is underneath that, some some place, <laughs> might be quite far down, but it's there. So having that sense of okay, also the wonder um, of that, and then the appreciation um, of any appreciation, yeah, bring appreciation to appreciation, bring appreciation to any uh, sense of well-being. And that's arising, and if we want to play with those um, modes of attention, we can. Um, and we can bring this also into the in-betweens, you know, the times um, when we're moving between one form of practice to another, yeah, or you know, the, the, the breaks. Yeah. We can bring that sense, you know, of like ah, sitting in front of some you know, plate of food, whether you know you've participated in making it or it's been, you know, offered to you. And just a sense of, oh, wow. Yeah. A drink of water. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. A breath. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's kind of like really that medita thing. And if it starts to annoy you, <laughs> then just relax the contraction yeah, and find your right pace with it. Yeah. And always okay to go towards what calms and soothes and balances. So trusting the appropriateness uh, in you. Um, but yeah, just uh, that sense of, yeah, enjoy uh, and appreciate and let's see where that takes us. So, time for those who wish to begin the movement practice. Um, and if you want to Stay here for the questions and responses. Uh, you're, of course, welcome both to stay um, in the Zoom room or to stay here in the physical room. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.